Previously on Fear the Walking Dead. What did you say? Everyone was dead. He was high. We're gonna get him in rehab. They don't know if it's a virus or a microbe. They don't know, but it's spreading. People are killing. Talk to your father. We're all building a family, okay? All of us. You like it? We get each other. A lot of kids out sick today. Thought you were another victim. What the hell is happening? Hello and welcome to episode two of Talking Fear the Walking Dead. I'm one of your hosts, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California. And I am so glad to be here with you guys to unpack this episode two. Um, Before we get into all of that good stuff, let me introduce my co-host all the way from Atlanta. It's the one and only Yardley. How are you doing? Hey, what's up, man? I'm doing all right. How are y'all doing? Uh, you know what? I'm doing great, man. I'm looking forward to uh, unpacking this episode. So, so uh, um, let me get into the, the our next guest, or I'm sorry, co-host. It's the one and only Olaf. How are you doing, Olaf? I am doing great. It's like uh, been a, been a good day. It's like glad to be on here with you guys tonight to to uh, chop up this episode here. So looking looking forward to that, and glad to be back on. I'm glad that you are here with us, and uh, we're going to get into it. Um, also joining us, let's go to the ladies. We have Cindy. How are you doing, Cindy? I am doing great. I'm pumped after this episode. I like that. I like that. You pumped up. So, And uh, tell us um, what uh, organization you represent. Um, I represent... Two actually, um, the Walking Dead convention appearances and the Walking Dead fan group uh, on Facebook. And I'm also um, an admin on the Walking Dead collection. All right. And uh, also joining us, we have Tori. And uh, who do you represent? And tell us about it. Hey, uh, I am the owner of the Infectious Walking Dead Facebook group. And you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram, too. But uh, the Facebook group, The Infectious Walking Dead, is what my baby. That's what I work on all the time. You can find me there every day. That's your baby, huh? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. All right. So um, tonight, as I said before, we're going to talk about episode two, which is entitled So Close Yet So Far. We, and... We always love participation, and the way you can participate is come to our website. That is Indie Radio, indyradio.org. Once again, that's indyradio.org, and you can call in. Our call-in number is 323-522-4601. Uh, once again, that number is 323-522-4601. All right, so um, before we get into episode two tonight, uh, Yardley was not on the show last week, and I just wanted you to uh, give some of your thoughts about uh, the pilot before we get into episode two, Yardley. You know, I thought that the pilot was pretty was pretty solid. It was definitely a treat to see something 
a little bit different. I'm a stickler um, for the drama aspect. I'm not as much of a fan uh, anymore of the zombie aspect of the show because I know that that's a little something that's that's kind of extra. I, I love the drama and I love tension uh, more so than seeing a cool Walker kill um, here and there. So that was something that I appreciated with the first the first episode. I definitely loved the um, that the young actors and actresses uh, in the first episode. I thought that Frank Delane did a very good job playing the character of Nick, a person who's suffering uh, with addiction. I think that he's really pulling that off. I really enjoyed him. And in my opinion, at least in the first episode, you would think that potentially uh, this show could be kind of told through his prism. But then when we get to this episode, the focus kind of shifted away from him and put more of the onus on Cliff Curtis's character, um, Travis, and also Kim Dickens' character, Madison. So we got an opportunity to kind of see how they're dealing with what's going on a little bit more with Nick being kind of pushed um, to the side, you know, dealing with um, going cold with his addiction. I thought that that was pretty was pretty interesting in this episode. But going back to last week, um, I definitely liked the way that things in that episode were shot. I thought that it was pretty cool. I don't mind a slow burn mm -hmm. if, the, if the acting and the setup is worthy of a slow burn. I thought that they pulled that off pretty well last week. So I thought it was a solid introduction uh, into the series. And I can't say that I... I disliked last week's episode. I didn't think the last week's episode was awesome, but I thought that it was definitely solid for a pilot and it kind of got you interested. So I would give the pilot a probably a passing grade. I give it a, like a B minus or something for the first, uh, for the first episode. Before this show, were you familiar with uh, Cliff Curtis's work? Yeah, that guy's played every ethnic group under the sun, He's playing <laughs> Arabs, black people, <laughs> Mexicans, people from India, Peru, Pashtun. This guy is like, you know, actually, if you go to YouTube, they actually have a reel or it might be his reel. Um, I don't know if it's posted on his IMDb page, but like the guy is like all world ethnic. So he plays um, whatever you need him to be. So he's a he's a great actor. Um, he's a chameleon. So I can definitely appreciate his work. And I think that he's... um. You know, for the most part, um, he's pretty much staying consistent with what he's always done as far as um, honing his craft. So I like that he's in the show. And I think that they made a good decision of putting a person like him uh, in one of the lead roles. Now, uh, Kim Dickens is somebody who I can't say that I was as familiar with. I don't think that I'd ever really heard of her or um, or Alicia uh, Carey, but um, I definitely I definitely did Cliff Curtis, and I'm going to be curious. It, you know, with all of these characters, we kind of saw the formula that they use for The Walking Dead. You get people; uh, they're people who are used to uh, you know the regular life, you know your normal existence, and not necessarily um, the horrors that they're going to be faced later on. My my concern is I don't see any other formula that they can use for this show, depending on how long it goes, 
until they're doing the same thing. You know, you've got these guys, this guy, you know, they're teachers and they're doing their thing in the normal world. Are we going to go through the same spiel of, you know, society's going to go to hell. The good people are going to turn gray and, you know, the same thing. So for me, I'm just, I'm more or less uh, wondering how they're going to do the same thing differently. (laughs) Right. I just, I just don't know. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what what ha- actually happens. So we'll see. Um, now, once again, one of the reasons why the first show worked so well was because the lead actor um, Andrew Lincoln, you know, does a phenomenal job, and and you really it makes you really want to follow him. Now, I understand, you know, basically from what you said that you you, you respect uh, Cliff Curtis's work. Do you see him? as being up to the task to, to carry a show out for five, six years? Do you think he's a strong enough uh, actor? I think he's a strong enough actor. I just don't think that the show in this premise is strong enough to go on four or five years. Mm-hmm. This show can't go on that long and not and still maintain being different. Um, I was actually reading an article, and I think that I posted it, to our Facebook page. And for those who don't know, it is um, facebook.com forward slash talking through the walking dead, where some of the people who were involved in the show, um, one of the writers, and I apologize for not actually pulling the information of the person who did it, but it was actually an article that IMDB had did with a lot of, with some of the, um, the writers from the show. And they have essentially said what you, you know, what you would already know. Naturally, they're going to say, well, we wish that the show would go, you know, a lot of seasons. But they preface that with saying they already know how the show's going to end. They know, you know, where they're going to end it. So they already have it mapped out of how, how it's going to go down. How many seasons it's going to take them to do that, that'll be palatable, is the question. Um, we know that next season's been picked up. For 15 episodes and I think that how how that season goes and how it's received I think is going to make a difference if whether or not they're going to kind of fast forward or speed up kind of wrapping it up so uh, I mean as far as I'm concerned I think that they have some actors in place that can do a great job provided they're put in a position to do it I just don't know if where we are in the timeline and everybody knowing what we already know is going to happen, I don't know if it's something that can be dragged out too long. Mm. Well, I know if it's successful, they're going to definitely do it. Whether it's good or not, they're going to drag the yeah. rug out. You know, We've and, already seen that. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, and before, once again, before we get into this episode tonight, um, let me bring up uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, the first episode, which, I mean, I don't think this is a surprise to anybody that uh, it, you know, it broke all kind of records um, last week as far as uh, the ratings, you know, for a brand new show. Uh, you know, you know, it, it got... For a prequel, it got 10 million. Right, 10 million, yep. yeah. <laughs> So it, it, you know, and I, I mean, is anybody surprised? Pretty good for a prequel. Yeah, I mean, is anyone surprised though? I mean, uh, hell, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Definitely, especially their their rollout for the show. They made it available mm-hmm. in a lot, you know, um, 
to a lot more um, networks and people to start it off. And then it's the curiosity factor as well. So it's not surprising that they would break records for a show that's a prequel, which generally um, doesn't generate those numbers. I'm kind of curious um, what the numbers are going to be like tomorrow. Yeah. And, you know, you know, more or less, like by the time we get to the fourth episode, I'm going to be curious um, if the numbers are going to stay at at 10 million though. Mm -hmm. Did you guys hear about the number that you can call? Uh, I could probably find it real quick, Mm -hmm. but there's this number that you call and it's a Georgia number and you uh, register your number on it and it's uh, somebody calls you every day with like a like a survivor calls you and she's like hello hello my name is Lori and I'm trying to find survivors and like it's a really good marketing ploy and it started right before the show started it was really awesome <laughs> or or they call up and they have news or whatever it comes out of uh, uh, Hazelhurst. Yes, uh, or Woodbury too. There's one yeah. for Woodbury. Well, when it comes in, I I get I get the phone. I did something and I it's like I got this phone call from Georgia and I was like, okay, I'll answer it. And I get hello, hello, is anybody there? I'm like, yeah, okay. Is it there? Uh, you know what? Uh, so you, wait, put the number in the chat and I'm, I'll call it. Okay, hold on. Let on me air. let me get it. Uh, yeah. Let me ask my admins because <laughs> I don't have it on think, the top. I of think my Cindy head. has it, right? Uh, oh, you put it in the other chat. Let me. Oh, okay, I see it right here. Let me. Okay, you got it. Okay. Yeah, it's a nine one two number. You know, well, nothing wrong with uh, doing some on air. Uh... All right, let's see. Oh. I got it right here. Oh, oh. And uh, we're gonna do this live on the air. Um, awesome. Call phones. Let's see. All right, we calling it. Okay, this is the Walking Dead number. No, that's the wrong one. Huh? Oh, that's not it. Yeah, it's the three zero, not the three nine. I'm sorry, hit the wrong number. Oh, okay. Can you? It's the whoa, 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 because there's two numbers in chat. Which one is it? Uh, it's the the three zero seven five, the last one. Three oh, oh, the first one. Yeah, yeah, the one that I, I put in there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I just. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I, it's like I looked at. Um, it's my darn eyes. I looked at the wrong. Hit the wrong number on the keyboard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the one you put in is right. Okay. Sorry. No, 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 no problem. All right, let's try this. It's funny too, cause I accidentally. Um. I guess when you put it in there, I saw what you had done. All right, here we go. Life or death. 
<laughs> about, about every other day, it's like almost every day or every other day I get a phone call from Matt, and it's either, uh, and you can press like, it sometimes says press 1 for more information, or press press 2, and then uh, the next time it calls, it might be, like I said, the, the woman, like Tori said, the woman going, hello, can you hear me? I'm trying to find somebody. And then there's another one where it tells you to stay inside and burn your dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. You guys, I, I was the loser. I forgot that I put for them to, you know, to get calls at other times. And I was actually at a birthday party and my phone rang. So I just answered it thinking it was one of my doctors because of my health situation. And I tried talking to the woman who's telling me she needs help. And I probably talked for about two minutes, and then it hit me that, oh, my God, I'm talking to a pre-recorded message right now. <laughs> well, the first first call I get is that woman, like, hello? And I'm like, oh, hello? And she, hello? Hello, can you hear me? It's like, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? <laughs> so they, that was they what do I it. did, too. They, they do it well because you're like, yeah, I can hear you. Who is this? <laughs> now, now so do it, you guys know what that is? is actually promoting yeah it's promoting the um mobile game right yes. the new mobile game yeah which by the way is phenomenal and way too oh, addictive yes. That's what mm-hmm. is. Absolutely. and if anyone has gotten shane i hate you because i've been spending all kinds of coins trying to get shane and i keep getting <laughs> shown I just oh, okay. Oh. Well, it gives you another reason to hate me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. I, I could never hate you, Olaf. I have the Olaf syndrome. Uh, yes, uh, that's true. Okay. All right. So definitely check that out. Uh, the number is uh, area code nine one two three zero seven three zero seven five. All right. So let's get into this episode. Uh, last week, I thought we were pretty um, harsh on uh, Madison Clark. Uh, Kim Dickens, uh, for good reason. And I, I think this week we saw why uh, Travis left um, Lisa, Lisa <laughs> uh, played by the beautiful Elizabeth Rodriguez, because she was annoying as hell. So <laughs> I guess he's attracted, yeah. he's attracted to really annoying women, I guess. <laughs> Cause, Must uh, be. Oh, man. This... This guy. That's good though, because that means I really do have a chance with him. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm doing it right now. I typed it in the chat, or I typed it on my group the other day, or earlier during the actual episode. But I'm saying it now for everyone to hear. Claimed. Claimed. <laughs> well, you know, I it's I think she kind of redeemed herself a little bit tonight, in order to give a little bit more. You know, after you see kind of how she actually, when she figured out, when she finally found out that it was, that he wasn't seeing things, uh, you know, she kind of changed her character a little bit. And she's kind of figuring out like, oh, crap, this is real. Yeah. Yeah. She, so, yeah, it took, and, and, yeah, it took a while. I mean, because she's sitting there wanting to argue about about uh you know their past relationship and you can't i mean like just listen at least listen to the man you know yeah, well she didn't see it's like now you're talking about it's like now we're talking uh, uh she was she didn't actually get the gist of what was happening until she saw i don't know the 
the the blanket come off of the homeless guy or something and then saw that other one kind of walking up and the police officer shot him. And then she's like, one, oh, shit, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has a mouth on her, boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's like, uh, let's face it, uh, the the other, it's like, oh, what's the other kid's name? Not not Nick, the other one. Um, blanking on names, but the nurse from his first first wife there. That, uh, Chris. You know, he Chris. Was, Chris. Yeah, he was filming. He's sitting there filming. But yeah, but this is important. This is important. It's like, okay, but you need to, it's like, you need to kind of come this way. <laughs> the, what we've got to tell you is important, too, and... <laughs> You know, don't want to stand in the middle of a crowd and go, okay, they're going to come back to life and eat you. So, you know, you don't want to stand in the middle of a, a mob crowd and yell that out. And so. That's exactly what you should be yelling mm-hmm. <laughs> in a crowd that they're going to come back now, to life. Now, did, did everyone else notice before, like, it actually did the scene? Did anyone actually notice that woman walker walking up behind that cop? Yes, yes, I did the second yeah, yes. time. Yeah. That gave me goosebumps. I thought that was a wonderful shot. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw it right. Yeah, on. that was that was a good shot. Yeah. Uh oh, it's like you know me. It's like did did anybody catch uh, uh, an oops there tonight? No, tell us. It, okay. Is it, is it from the school? No, it's okay. at. Uh, it's like when Nick. Uh, you know, she was getting ready to leave and go see, check on Matt, uh, uh, and then Nick got the had that grand mal seizure. And he was she was cleaning up the uh, cleaning up the uh, carpet, and they were talking. And uh, she looked at him. She she pulled her gloves off, and said, "I hate you." And he like said, "I know." And then they showed a scene again. Her gloves were back on again. That's very funny, though. I thought you were going to say what I was about to say, but you just made me think of another thing I caught today. When Nick and... What's the sister's name? I wrote down every character but her name. Yeah, what is it's, it? uh, it's Alicia. It's Alicia. Alicia, yeah. Okay. Alicia, yeah. When, when him and Alicia are fighting when she's trying to leave to go to her boyfriend's house, did anyone notice when he was yelling... He broke character several times, and his British accent was very, very noticeable. No, I didn't notice that. I'm not even lying, guys. For the first time ever, I sat down and took notes, and that's actually on my notepad right now. I just figured it was the drugs. Maybe. I mean, maybe that's how they'll (laughs) put it off. Maybe they're like, "It's, it's the drugs. He's not British. (laughs) <laughs> he's so high. Well, some people British. like uh, that don't even that don't even never been to the country or whatever. Sometimes they slip into accents. Have you ever heard that? Like, I know it's the acting, but like, it's a real medical condition. Like, people will slip into like a Russian accent. They're not Russian, but they start speaking in a Russian accent. I don't yeah, know. What you it's mean, like people are like, getting whacked over the head, and then all of a sudden they start speaking another language. Yeah. That's called getting knocked the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Well, you all of a sudden yep, you're speaking a language you don't even know. Yeah, that's a good that's a good one. So Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, there was like takes gloves off. Cut scene, comes back, gloves are back on. <laughs> but you you know also too though um a lot of the 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 confusion with Alicia could have been 
I, you know, sometimes I, I'm real critical of these scenes where a lot where better communication could have cut down some of the drama. Like, I understand, like they really didn't tell her nothing. I mean, I yeah. understand it was a hard thing to to explain, you know, that all of this is going on, but it's still like, you know, they just kind of got her home, and you know, she doesn't yeah. understand what the stakes are. So right. you know, and she's definitely not going to listen to Nick. Because she thinks Nick, right. Nick is, a, you know, a loser. So, and he's, you know, uh, remember he was spouting off all that stuff happened. They thought he was just on a drug thing. So, well, then they, then when they see when, you know, uh, when Travis and uh, Madison, they see, you know, that guy get run over, back run over and then run over again. And he's still trying to move. They're like, oh, this is not good. Well, and then they go to uh, the boyfriend's house, Matt's. And they find out he's been bit, and you know Matt's the one that says you you know you need to go. Uh, just my you know mom and dad will be here shortly. You need to go. I'll be fine. I agree. You know they should have told her then, but guess or, well I mean after they got her home, they should have told her what was going on. Mm-hmm. But because you know you you don't really want to stand there and go, um, honey, your boyfriend's been bit. He's going to turn into a flesh eating. Uh, zombie and try to eat you and uh, so we need to leave and let him die uh, you know just telling his boyfriend telling, tell, trying to tell her that her boyfriend was going to die right there in front of him would not have worked yeah. out but they should have said something when he got home but even at that point where they were there with Nick they don't know that these are going to be flesh eating zombies right. they're not even fully conscious of that's going on but I also have to say that I think that they they also dropped the ball with Alicia being a teenager, and you know she's she's with this guy. Um, they passed you know the I love yous you know on her way out. Mm. That was a prime opportunity for them to show how teenagers are. There should have been a more resistance. There should have been more arguing. There should have been a lot more of things like that that go down with young people. It really went off pretty casually easy um, in that situation. There should have been a, a, a real argument between her and her mother over that situation, seeing as one, as Kente brought up, she's not abreast of the situation. Two, teenagers don't go out like that without a fight with their parents. I mean, it's just, right. it just went over too easy for me. I, I didn't really think that that was believable um, as well. And another thing is, um, you've got this young man who's there, you know, he's sick. Um, we know that he kind of buttered up the situation where their mother was, um, when she agreed with him, you know, Hey, your parents are coming, they're on the way. But also the fact that, you know, when you're really sick in a situation like that, he, you know, I would want somebody to be there and kind of, you know, let me know what's going on outside those doors, um, as well. So it kind of seemed like, especially for a young person, if you know that you're really sick and you're really ill, you're going to be a lot more fearful. I mean, um, you can yes. be brave. You can be brave and kind of want your girlfriend to be safe and things like that. But I don't feel like he was as fearful as he probably should have been. Um, I don't think that an individual would want them to have, you know, to have, you know, have left him. So I thought that that was kind of odd as well. Do you think possibly that, you know, since he did get bit and then or whoever 
because they didn't show what happened to him. They just showed the after, you know, after effect uh, you know, uh, of him being bit. Do you think maybe he saw what happened and maybe got away from the person, but uh, whoever bit him, he kind of figured out after uh, Travis got there and was talking a little bit with him, uh, did he maybe figured out that he could wind up like that uh person who ever bit him and that's why he so easily kind of like hey go ahead and go just to save her well my answer to that is if he had saw if he had gotten bitten and he saw somebody else doing something unseemly like maybe trying to eat somebody's face off the first thing that he should have done was told her what the hell he saw he should have told her parents the things that he saw. Yeah, so that was really it, weird. It, it that doesn't was really make weird. Any, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. So apparently he must not have known that that was the case. But if he did know the case and he didn't make mention to that to his girlfriend or, her, you know, or her parents uh, that he had saw that, then that's another thing that they dropped the ball on. So, yeah, because he didn't even say anything. You know, Travis had to like pull his shirt back and look, is that a bite? And he kind of, uh-huh. You know, he didn't even say you know, he just said, well, I'm just sick. He didn't say that he got bit by somebody. He didn't even, you know, didn't even bring and, it up. And how it's would... It's kind of traumatic to get bit by a person, you know? Yeah. And it almost seemed as if um, when, gosh, when, I'm drawing a blank on all the names just that quick. When Travis pulled back the shirt, you know, as if, you know, immediately, you know, he knew to look for other external things. Now, you've got your girlfriend there. You know, he makes no mention of the bite. She never saw the bite. He immediately comes in and checks for the bite, even though at this stage in the game, they don't really have a clue or they shouldn't have a clue that that's what's, you know, accelerating the process of people getting sick. So (laughs) it's just kind of odd that he would just because he just went in and just lifted up the shirt. And it's like, huh? You know, he's checking. I mean, that's just kind of weird to me that he would check for that when at this point in the game, they don't know that that's the case. So, eh. Is that is that something that was where, in other words, where we all have, because of The Walking Dead, we all have the prior prior knowledge of what happens. You get bits, you're going to turn into one of them. Or that you think maybe they're trying to show that, that those people are completely, you know, uh, they have no idea what this is or what happens, and that's why they're just playing it off as like, okay, you got bit, huh? That's strange, and not making they don't they haven't made the connection yet because they really don't know yet. Well, he went yeah. right to it and lifted up his shirt though. Right. Like I mean, it, it wasn't it. like you know he just he walked over there that that would be the last thing that I would do because number one they were just. Um, giving a warning. Uh, Madison was giving a warning about, you know, hey, he's sick. It could be contagious and things like that from what she was saying on the phone. And the first thing he does is go over there touching him, lifting up his shirt. He, like, goes right to it and lifts it up and sees that there's a bite. So I, I just, that's kind of weird that a person would do that. So That, uh, um, it's like now, did, did, did you happen to notice numbers like where the bite was? Uh, there really wasn't. It really didn't show through his shirt too much. I didn't. I don't think I saw it. I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't really. Um, I didn't really see. Oh, I, I didn't really see if there was blood. I didn't really notice it. Um, 
But if there was blood, that would make it even stranger that Alicia wouldn't have saw that bite as well, though. Right. I don't think there was blood. I don't either. That's why I say it's strange that he would just go over and lift up the shirt. I, just, that doesn't I think he just, sense. well, it's like, I, if I remember, I think he just kind of went over and was talking to him and then just started kind of looking to see. And, and he, and, he, he opened, he went, he kind of looked under the left, on the left shot, side first, then looked on the right. And then it was like on, and when he's trying to pull the shirt off, it was you know lift the shirt up. It was kind of sticking to the bite, right? But it so, but it also but you know Olaf, it also doesn't make any sense the situation going from last week. I think everybody probably knew, you know, when he didn't show up to meet Alicia. Okay, you know he's either already dead or or, or something happened to him. I still don't think that there's is an excuse between that point in the show and him being gravely ill for him not to have had an opportunity to call her. That right. that doesn't make any sense at all. Or go that, to the that, that kind of fell flat as well. He, like, he would have made that call. Or go to the yeah, hospital. He, definitely. He would he would have made the call because once he got home, you know, maybe where we got bit or whoever we got in a fight with or whatever, he might have lost his phone. But when he got home, um I'm sure he would have called when he got home. Yeah, and also, too, when you go to the hospital, if somebody took a chunk out of your chest. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was very, like, <laughs> I don't know. Because, I mean, with what Olaf was saying, like, everybody knows about zombie apocalypse and, like, the theories on zombies. Like, you would think that if something like that happened, you would definitely tell people and you would definitely go to the hospital. Like, I don't understand why he was being so secret. Maybe he was ashamed. Like, oh, I'm the first victim, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to nah, be that te- guy. Now, teenagers think they're indestructible. It's like, oh, no, it's just a scratch. I'll be okay. The teenagers love to text and call, so that's still strange. (laughs) You wouldn't have got interrupt. You don't leave. You don't leave your uh, your you know your your teenage um, girlfriend hanging. Yeah, Yeah, you know it's just it's just kind of weird because um, I don't know what is the timeline for this because weren't they like looking at like an iPad first generation uh, in the last episode? Right. Yeah. (laughs) So they do have the the capabilities and the uh, you know the the technology to do that. Right. And they're all sitting around in in the last episode. They're all sitting around in class. Everybody's looking at their at their phones, watching the the newsreel where the accident was at, where the guy. The first one that you see bite somebody. Well, besides the opening of it, but uh, the guy that was in the accident that they tried to shoot. They were all looking on their phones. Oh yeah. So, so. I don't know. It, it just it, it, so, some of the stuff. Some of what they're doing. I mean, I, it's how they're doing it. It's like it, it doesn't make any sense. And like you and like it's been said, nobody's telling anybody anything, and nobody's saying, "Hey." Did you happen to notice that when he back ran over him with the truck, he got up and the, his like right arm, the bone was sticking out, and he was still trying, he was still moving. And then let's see, oh, he ran over him again and shot him fifty feet out into the spillway, mm-hmm. and he's still trying to move, and nobody tells anybody anything. No, well, I'll go ahead, Kenta. I was gonna say. Um, yeah, the community, like this gun goes into what I was saying is when only thing you have to communicate 
You know, like, I, I kind of hate that in movies and TV where if the two actors, if they communicate just a little bit, a lot of the, the you know, a lot of the everything is solved. Yeah. And they don't really communicate with each other. It is it that makes no sense. It's like, you know, let's have a conversation about what the fuck we just seen, you know, <laughs> like, and what we needed. I mean, the only thing they kind of talked about was... Uh, the only thing that um, we they they talked about really was well we need to make it to the desert <laughs> you know <laughs> so uh, I wonder if that the was desert? like their their like uh, plan like if shit hit the fan let's go to the desert you know like that was their zombie apocalypse plan everybody has a plan right you guys have a plan I have a plan yeah it's like well, and why were they going to the desert they did they have something out there in the desert I well don't know if there's something out there they they must have some place to go out there or some place that they go because they couldn't just say because he was, uh, well, Travis was telling her, uh, telling Madison just go ahead and go without me and I'll, and I'll meet up with you. I'll, I'll, I'll meet you there. So they must have a place somewhere out in the desert and I guess they figure in other words, you're safer. You'd be safe. Well, it makes sense that you'd be safer in the desert because there shouldn't be hardly anybody or there shouldn't be anybody out there that much. I, I also, I think um, at one point um, when Travis was saying that, I almost feel, I'm guys, bear with me. You know my situation, so my memory's bad. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I feel like I remember him mentioning an actual community. Right. So... What I got from that is maybe there's a housing complex mm-hmm. like Alexandria that they're wanting to go to. And if you look at the, when they did that preview for the uh, the rest of the season, like what's to come, I almost thought I noticed that. Like where they seem to be kind of looked a, a bit similar to a gated community or, you know, maybe maybe the army gated it off. I'm not sure. Let's hope that they're not in a place like uh, <laughs> like that because uh, that would kind of suck if they both were in a gated community, you know, <laughs> like both shows. It's like yeah, I'd be oh. like I'd cry. I don't know. They were. It's like when they when they did the at the end of the show when they were kind of given some scenes from uh, next week's episode. They've slipped. They they also show on. They also showed the Walking Dead things, and the they kind of run together. Wait, they was preview. They show, they were showing previews of Walking of the number season six Walking Dead, uh-huh. and where you had Rick up on a wall shooting somebody and all that, and that was just right. You had the Fear the Walking Dead uh, kind of a, uh, pre uh, prequels of of next week, and then it went right into the season six Walking Dead previews. Oh, okay. And the wall was season six, uh, the season six Walking Dead. I didn't catch it until I thought that's like uh, on the first the the first time because they showed they they show it back to back, Mm -hmm. and it's like the when they showed it the first time through, I was kind of like, wait a minute, oh, that's season six. You have to. They don't really make a definite cut between the two. Right, right. They go from fear to the Walking Dead. Uh, oh, uh, just to let people know, there won't be a show next week uh, due to the fact, uh, I guess, I, I'm guessing that they're taking a break 
because of the uh, holiday next week, uh, Labor Day holiday. So, um, so we won't have a podcast next Sunday. So, um, but it will resume on the 13th. So, no show next week. Uh, See, now they're already starting with, they get you kind of halfway interested, get you to a point where like, huh, it started to get interesting, then they make you wait an extra week. Yeah. Hey, they they don't want to fall into the, um, they want, they want to try to embrace and keep their fingers crossed that the ratings can hover kind of close to the opening. Which is going to be which is going to be tough, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. But they don't want the numbers to go from ten to a possible eight this week, and then a six next week. Right? You even, know what I mean? But, they don't want that. Even but still, it, though, that like would with, be uh, pretty, with the uh, Walking high, Dead. Yeah. And there was the season when they had the uh, season premiere. Usually, that hits like what sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, and they then, hit seventeen. Yeah, they hit seventeen hit, last year. Yep, you're yeah, right. They hit seventeen, and then isn't it, it like the, the, <laughs> then the next the next two shows it it, it dropped? In the, it was like seventeen the first for the premiere, and the second uh, second episode was like it was like fourteen point seven five, which is almost natural. fifteen. Yeah. Then the third one dropped to like twelve or thirteen thousand, didn't it? Thirteen thousand. But I mean, but I mean, I mean they, they dropped down and held. Hell if it dropped to thirteen thousand, they had a real big problem. <laughs> but they have, <laughs> no, right. but they have. Um, I mean, I, I guess that that's it's it's smart. But you know, th- this is the type of of show with what they're doing. Is I think that they've got a leash. If the show stays fairly steady, I think that they could probably successfully milk it for a couple of seasons. But they also have a um, they have an out because they know how it ends. So depending right. on how it's received, especially you know, probably we'll probably know better about the middle of next season depending on what they're going to do. Right. They do have the liberty to shorten this up and then ride the wave of their more you know their more popular um, series. But I guess that this is a question that I'll just kick around. I mean. Based off of what we've seen, and it's only been two episodes, but we we know when they get episode six, it'll be three weeks deep into this. Rick should be waking up out of his coma by the time these first six episodes um, have come through. Like based off of what what you've seen outside of the the cinematography, and we know that it's a it's a little bit of a slower burn considering that people are starting to see. You know, they're eventually going to be coming to grips with they know that there's something that's going to be horrendously wrong and things like that. How long do you think that this show is sustainable? You think you do you really think that this show could go more than two seasons, maybe three? Like, like what do y'all think? Because I don't think that it can go five. It, it can't because no, I'll be done with like, it. Totally. It's like, no, it, they, it, unless they do something really dramatically different, uh, you know. Like you say, two maybe three seasons. They, they might get you know, this this short season, and they might be able to with only having six episodes in this. Uh, I guess the the premiere of it, the opening of it, have only having six episodes, and then they've already signed for like fifteen yeah, for the next season. Next season. It uh, could be it th- though. That's double the episodes of what they're doing now, though. So, right, that could that could be it, or they might they might be able to they might be able to pull a third season, but that, I think that'd be tough to do. 
I'm, third I'm like you, season like, that could be short. Do you, do you think that they could pull a short third season, or do you think that a fifteen episodes? I know it would have to be. Yeah, I think it's, I think it'd be a short, a short, uh, uh, you know, six or seven maybe episodes, because yeah. like you say, this is it can only go so far. Then it's going to start mimicking The Walking Dead. You know, that's, you you can get you can get so far with it. But I don't know. Uh, it really. I think it really depends on the characters too, because you can introduce somebody just as sinister as the governor. You can have somebody just as twisted as Negan. But like, that's the same thing. It's but, the same formula, though. I mean, that's what right. I'm saying. It's it's the same thing. You know, you're doing something. You go somewhere, get holed up. There's a bad guy. CSI that's the same Miami formula. is the same. Pro- like CSI is a perfect example. They have so many cities, and it's all the same damn thing. You know, well, somebody's murdered. But you know, so. forensics and, you know, like, you know, the premise of the show It's just in different cities. And yet but that's not they're the on same. for 10 seasons. You yeah, know? But that's but that's the constant stuff that happens in the in the real world. So they can niche that off. This is a show. This is a show that's following a formula of stuff that's just not that's totally unbelievable, not real. You know, you can't have move from one place, hold up, bad guy comes, pushes you out. That's the exact same thing that they do in The Walking Dead, though. When you do, right. when you're talking about CSI, that that's more that, that's more of something that I think that that people the, can identify with that because that's stuff that's actually you know like happening in their communities. Like with this show, um, like with this show and the format, what they're doing with this, you know, over the top stuff. Um, the formula is going to be the same thing. And I, I just don't know. I, I just don't know how you can make the same thing different for, for the long term. I mean, can I, the only difference they could do is like if somehow they were able to figure out that it came from the flu shot and they could, uh, you know, found it's like figured out something that was a cure or something that well, would. Uh, they've established that we're not going to find out anything about how it started. Right. So right. We're not going right. to get any of that can, at all. Can I say something that, and fans, please don't shoot me because what I'm about to say. But let's just be honest. All they have to do to keep people hooked onto the show is just follow the the Walking Dead, you know, thing do the same thing because a lot of fans don't want things to be that deep. They just want that's true. zombie action. That, that's show, true. That's you know? very true. So, I actually very heard true. this. I actually checked out a couple of other um, podcasts on it as well because a lot of the criticism from the first episode was there wasn't enough zombies and people were, <laughs> weren't, weren't digging the drama. And I, and I sat here, Kente, bruh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I sat here and I was like, okay, the same motherfuckers <laughs> who are wondering why The Walking Dead never gets nominated for Best Drama or none of their actors are ever up for um, you know Emmys and stuff like that are the same people who say that there's too much drama and, and not enough zombies. So right, how it's can you too much of a soap about- opera. Yeah, it's like, and you wonder why the, the big show doesn't get nominated for anything outside of like you know makeup and you're sitting here complaining about there's not enough drama this is one of those things where i think that this show is going to have less ratings but it's going to be a better drama than the walking dead like i can see this show getting put up for an emmy or for something maybe Mm -hmm. possibly 
and The Walking Dead is still, you know, shooting blanks on that front. <laughs> because, you know what I'm saying, you, you can't complain about The Walking Dead not getting Emmy noms for drama when they're not good at drama. This show's a lot better at drama, but I, it, it's a slow burn to the same thing, so I, I don't get it. Well, the, yeah, like you say, we'll see, have, to, have to see where it progresses, because right now, what you said, in other words, there, I mean, a lot of people don't watch The Walking Dead because they say it's too, there's too much you know, too much gore. In other words, when they're blowing the heads off of people and everything else, and they're showing all this stuff on The Walking Dead, uh, there's too much gore. That's why they can't watch it. And I'm like, okay. I didn't, didn't think it was that much, but of course I like that kind of show. But, you know, in in Fear the Walking Dead so far, they really haven't shown anything as, quite as, you know, graphic yeah, it's PG. As on The Walking Dead. In other words, the, the, the most they got was in the in the opening scene where his girlfriend stern, turns around and she's got a chunk of meat in her mouth from the guy's cheek yeah, and a knife thing. sticking in her. Even when, the like in tonight's episode, when they were in the school and uh, it's like she had to take out the principal. They showed her banging, but they didn't show the actual head smash. Right, yeah. yeah. So, you know, in other words, I wonder. Classly done. It's very classy, right? Well, <laughs> right. well it's. I, more, I'll say it, it is. I'm not saying it's classy. Well, I wouldn't say it was classy. It's just more done like some of the, uh, well, like a CSI show. It's it's done more like a regular TV show where you, the you know, it's implied that she bashed his head in because he's laying there and there's blood, but you don't actually see it. So it's less graphically. Uh, Offensive to people. I, yeah. I, I say this: the reason why I think the show is going to last a long time, um, and, and it's not about quality or anything like that. The the you know the number two, the two highest rated shows on AMC right now, uh, right now is The Walking Dead, and then I mean be, before Fear of the Walking Dead started was The Walking Dead and Talking Dead. Those are the two highest rated shows. Yeah. <laughs> right. And now the two the three highest rated shows by far are The Walking Dead, uh, then Fear of the Walking Talk. Dead, then Talking Dead. Talking Dead yeah. Talking Dead it gets higher ratings than Mad Men, Hell on Wheels, all the shows. <laughs> yeah. And they spent and, and it's that because people hang people wanna hang. I mean people there's a lot of um people who just kind of linger around and they just they segue right into it it's actually a, it's actually a good plan for them it's to have brilliant. done that especially with them having and they make it from um, actors <laughs> actors on on live but i i don't i totally disagree that this is going to last a long time I, i'm well, giving it financially i think I, it's gonna I, I'm, be... I'm giving it three seasons tops if if and and you're but I agree with you on this, Kente. The quality might be a hot mess, but I, I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll give it three seasons to be, to be a you know, I don't know. I want to say effective, but we'll see with these first six. But I, to It'll me, I don't think that my interest can go beyond three seasons for this, well, I, I, especially knowing what I know. I'll, I'll say this though, like I mean, it. They only have to produce a show that's good enough. Too tight over uh, Cindy and yeah. Tori until the the big show's back. <laughs> yeah. That's all they need. Yeah, you know, it's we, true. I mean, that's all they Can need. Can I give a shout out to a couple people? Sure, sure. Matt and Frey from hey, my Matt. my group. They're listening right now and they're talking to me in my group. I just wanted to say, hey guys. Hey Matt, I love you. Thanks for listening. 
Hey, Matt's in the chat, isn't he? Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's, he's in, in the, the chat. A couple of chats. Yeah, I'm, yeah, he's spouting some nice wisdom in there. But yeah, I mean, and I, I'm with you though. I'm with you, Yardley. But you know, I don't have faith in the masses. So oh, yeah, you know, no people, people are gonna <laughs> eat it up, man. The people, hey, look, man, we, we've you know? got. Just trust me, I don't have faith in the masses either, dude. But we've got, <laughs> we've got um, shenanigans all over the place, and people tune in uh, mm-hmm. for shenanigans. And and to <laughs> me, I think that this is a good move for them to to give this a try because this is one of those things where they have an out. Uh-huh. Um, they know how they're going to end it, depending on how long that they're going to go. But man, I just <laughs> it's it's hard for me, like you. To kind of have faith in people appreciating if this is way more drama based and not enough of the zombies. We know that you, you're probably going to have to get that after season six, uh, more of that. But I'm just really curious of the formula that they're going to use with everybody realizing, are they going to go to a front of kind of figuring out, you know, how the military was dissolved? But how can they really do that? Because these these characters I don't think their interaction with seeing what's happening with the military and how that went off the rails, I don't think that they're going to be putting these characters in situations where they would have intricate knowledge or or can figure out how the government is working or not working. I don't think that they're going to go there on that. Um, Is the focus going to be them trying to leave Los Angeles? Well, I doubt that because they're posted up in Los Angeles and we know that things are going to start getting a hot mess and it's going to be hard for people to travel. So, I don't want this show to end up, you know, after a season or two of them going to a place and then there being some big bad guy doing something. I don't want that. I want more. I want more. um, Like, for instance, let's let's talk about, you know, you had the scene of the woman, you know, she was praying with with the rosaries and stuff like that. You know, give us some stuff about how religious communities are are acting. You know, maybe they migrate or something. And you see how people start questioning their faith and things like that. They kind of dealt with that uh, in The Walking Dead with Herschel, but like on a bigger level, you know, of seeing that. How was, how um, you know, we all know in different cities that you live in, you know, Los Angeles, same thing here in Atlanta, you know, the one side of the tracks and the other side of the tracks thing. There's going to have to be some situations where people are trying to go somewhere and then you're going to get discriminated against. Some people aren't going to be able to go certain places. Right. It was kind of like New Orleans during Katrina. You know how right. <laughs> you went on the wrong side of the tracks, you was getting shot. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I want to see more. I want to see more stuff like that. I don't care if the world is shrunken. If I get good writing and a good drama in it, that doesn't bother me. I appreciate that. That's what gets you nominated for awards. If you have some great writing and you give the actors an opportunity to shine. Now, the whole thing with Travis and the drugs and all of that stuff, one of the things I want to kick around to y'all is this. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's an addict, especially to his level, um, he's pretty. He's in it pretty deep. Mm-hmm. If this crackhead <laughs> cat ends up lasting like all of these seasons and is not like a real liability with his addiction. Right. To me, this this show's really going to drop the ball. Like, if anybody, and I love his acting, and I think that it's great, but they have to use his character in this show as a liability to everyone surviving, and it would be great to see if later on down the line um, that would cause friction between um, 
between Travis and Madison, you know, like, hey, you know, your son, you know, he's a weak link. He's going to get all of us killed, you know, such, 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 such. I would love to see him be a point of contention between two people who are in love with each other. It has to kind of get to that point. But if he ends up like, you know, surviving all of this and just being, you know, just being high as shit <laughs> when everything is well, over and everybody else is dead, I think that that would be weird. But I, I really, I really hope they use his character as a point of contention for other people to, you know, to, well, I, I, hope the things- I hope he goes out like his daddy did in, uh, Game of Thrones, but the yeah. oh. Well, one of the things that like they didn't, they don't, they didn't bring up in The Walking Dead, and I don't know if they're going to bring up in and Fear the Walking Dead, or like uh, people that are handicapped or have like um, you know, uh, word escapes me, like um, physical ailments or diseases. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that need medication. You know, like, of course, they're not going to survive, but it would be interesting to see a little bit of that storyline, like, because yeah. that's real life, you know, like, I have friends that have heart problems that need medication, you know, like, you ask if they're like, much. I'm not going to survive <laughs> within like a month. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. the bottom line. Like, you, you know, you, you it would just be interesting to much. actually see that yeah. realism. Yeah, that, that they dealt with it, The Walking Dead, for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Uh, it was was the one you remember when they were looking for uh do you remember with the gosh what was his name you remember they went the grandma was keeping rick and them from fighting or whatever and they had the elderly oh oh, the vatos yeah the vatos cat so they dealt with that for like 20 minutes in the walking dead of throughout all their season you know one of the vatos i I don't know how much they focus on it but you make a good point tori but uh, i think that i you know i could agree with i could agree with that and there was like she said and there was like for me uh, you know, um, it's like I have medicines that I have to take, and you know, if they after so far, uh, you know, the only thing you can do is start hitting pharmacies and hoping you can find, hoping I can find. You know, I just have to hit a pharmacy and hope that I that what I need is still there. Come on, the crazy yeah, and, man. And people are going to be another thing is you're going to have a lot of people in situations like this where. You're gonna. Some people are gonna take the wrong medication, and it's and it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna mess them up. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, in our in our chat sucks. room in our chat room uh, on Spreaker, uh, Kylo Ren says uh, Nick is the only oh, one. Kylo, hi Kylo. <laughs> <laughs> Kylo Ren says uh, Nick is the only one reacting the way I would act, and mm-hmm. how fans would act. He's withdrawing hardcore, and he still has enough sense to uh, want to warn people. I understand that Travis was attempting to retrieve his son in X2, but uh, Nick is the one. Regardless of his uh, withdrawals, uh, is killing it. He is, he's great. I suppose it's because I can identify and relate to him the most. And he also says they made it obvious, too, that police are aware that some heavy uh, duty crap is going on, down, like the officer that was stocking up on water. Yeah, we got to definitely mm-hmm. talk about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And the police hey, I agree shot with him, a homeless man for no reason. Uh, no, yeah. hey, no, keep it coming. Uh, uh, he said it was a, this is the last one he promised. No, uh, keep it coming. We like uh, when people uh, write yeah. in and stuff. He's you one of my admins. He's really intelligent. He's an awesome guy. Nick you know is probably all of us. Mm-hmm. 
without the credit. Yeah. Not doped up th- that much. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what I mean, then again, I would probably be. Like, <laughs> I, I right? would probably I mean, be not? on something at that point. I'd be like, hey, let me get a couple of those uh... <laughs> eight balls. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, shit, it's the end of the world. Let's go out with a bang. So, um, so the police. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm brushing my teeth with cocaine. Kylo brings up a good point, though. Do, do the police know just from the calls that they're taking that something's going wrong, or do they know something in the greater overall of what happened? I, I'm thinking it's it, it's he sees the craziness from the job point of view, and that's why he's talking. <laughs> about, and getting, it's not because well, you're talking about local police and state police. Right. I don't think that they're super in the loop. I think right. that they have probably have some information that certain things have to be suppressed and that there's something going on. Mm-hmm. But local police. And state police aren't getting the information that, you know, the feds and people like that are getting. I think they're getting general stuff, but I don't, you know, come on. You you never know. You never know. In the dark is us. They just have weapons. You never know. And also depending. And and also, well, they're in L.A., though, so um, they have access. They're used to a lot of calls. (laughs) Yeah. But they also, you know, if you lived in like a rural area. You're probably getting less information if you're on. I mean, a look at Shane. He right. didn't know what the hell was going on, yeah, but and he, he was, was a sheriff. But a sheriff of Mayberry. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I know. Granted, he was in the middle of nowhere. But what I'm saying is, it's like he really didn't know anything that was going on. Like he had no insider information at all. You know, can, the only one that I, would have that would have some might have some information. Other the police are going to uh, they, they would have an idea. Hey, something's going on, Bert, because we're getting more calls like this. And uh, unless the mayor would get something from, you know, get information from somebody else or from another mayor, you know, it's like saying, hey, this stuff is going on. You need to let your uh, departments know, uh, even the chief of police and stuff, unless... Unless the, unless the unless the chiefs and the sheriffs started talking and going, hey, are you getting more calls like this? What's up with that? They're not going to know. The mayor might know, but unless he tells the chief of police and the sheriff, they're they're not going to know anything about it, or very little. Well, and also the your local police aren't going to respond to calls about somebody being sick, but. Um, depending on resources, and we already know that resources are low, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, continuously low everywhere when it comes to um, response times, uh, especially during civil unrest. I'm more curious to see at what point or if we'll see it in the show where like the National Guard and things yes. like that. Well, we'll try mm-hmm. to get, you know, we'll try to get involved because the first order of defense is going to be for the National Guard to get called. Will in. martial law reign supreme at some point? You know, is this like, you know, are they going to really play on different um, s- scenarios like martial law and, and stuff like that? Like, uh, you know, in my group, we talk about what, you know, if, if shit hits the fan, what is going to go on? You know, like, how far deep does the government want to keep the public in the dark? As far as also, they can. Also, too. And, and Kente, uh, what is it, 14 million people in L.A., uh, Kente? Yeah. 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 It's like roughly like 14. Because the thing with martial law is, is that like lots of times if something or a state of emergency is usually done um, like on a local level. 
and let's just be real, like L.A. or um, any any major city, the amount of people far outnumber the amount of law enforcement that you would have to enforce that. So right. even saying that martial law is declared, it doesn't mean anything because you're massively outnumbered um, by the populace. So and you're not going to be able to suppress as much um, without, you know, without a lot of help, you know, and you're thinking if this is going on all over, you know, how did you delegate that help? That, that's, that's what in lies a lot of problems with the government because like we know, you know, we, we criticize the government a lot, but then unless you're like in there and you're trying to strategize, where do you put resources? You know, um, where do you go to suppress? If you send a lot of people in one area to try to suppress something and something big jumps off somewhere else, all of your resources are in one place, then you've got to move it. And then where you moved it, it's going to get back out of control. So it's it's hard for people to deal with states of emergency. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. Yeah. And also, I want to well, call BS on something that happened in the show. Uh, when Madison and uh, Tobias was uh, getting food or whatever in the... Uh, in the um, high school and we saw the principal who was obviously turned and Madison already seen what happened. You know what I mean? She knew that they can't be helped because, and and that's what she's been preaching at this point, but she's all like, Hey man, we're going to get you some help. And she walks to I know. Oh my God. I was like, are you so dumb bitch? Like, come on. And it's like, and the funny thing about it is, like, at what point, because what did they have? They had, like, a shopping cart or something? <laughs> right. Uh, full, full of supplies uh, it, 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 or whatever. It, it, it was, like, was, one of those things that projectors are on. Or uh, something AV like cart, but, like an AV cart or something like that. Yeah, and what they should have done after they took um, Tobias out, you should have just kept going back getting food. Right. You know? I mean, there, was, you, a, you there to, was a school bus sitting there. You could have backed that bus up and just loaded that thing up and cleared out that pantry in the in the cafeteria yeah. there. And I don't... Do you guys find it strange? Because th- this woman, you know, she just, you know, pretty much killed this guy for, you know, for what she knows. Mm-hmm. I think that she took it pretty damn well. I mean, she cried yeah. for like three seconds. I didn't think she had it in her. I think she always wanted to I think she always she should have been more distraught. Brother. Um, I think she should have been more distraught after that situation, though. Maybe she always wanted to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Now, it's like, is is it just me, or do the rest of you kind of think that Tobias actually has a better idea of what's going on because he's the one that said he? It's like oh, yeah. you know he he's, he's he a, had the he had the knife. He, he yeah. had the knife. He said the uh, the government will, you know, communications will stop. The electrical grid will stop. This will stop. Everything will just cease to civilization and will just stop. I'm like going, this is a high school kid. You know, it's like, you know, this is probably a, you know, uh, it's a junior in high school. And he's got more, a, a more of a handle on what's going on I've, than everybody else. Like, obviously, I, my listened, bad. I said I, Tobias. I meant Scott. Obviously, obviously. I mean, I meant Art. Art. Who's played by yeah, Scott. Art. Yeah, obviously, uh, obviously, uh, Tobias listens to Alex Jones because he's like, you know, did anybody else feel bad that that little kid didn't have his birthday party? No, that no one showed up. (laughs) (laughs) He had a bouncy house and everything, and no one was there. (laughs) So you you guys, I wanted, I wanted to get in the bouncy house, and then they had cake and everything else. I'm like, going, what? What is he to have a birthday? You know. 
and in his character, you know, and this is one of the things I don't like about IMDb because they they always plot it out. Like I, I thought that I was initially thinking that Tobias was going to be more of a factor. I really hate, and I don't get that Tobias. He he was concerned, and he seemed to have. Um, his doubts from the beginning about everything that was going on. And to me, I found it real strange that he did not take uh, Madison's offer to to go with her. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, and I am the uncle. Didn't he have his uncle to take care of though? Yeah. I he mean, had all that food put, to take care of. Put better drag uncle up out of there and be like, yeah. bruh, he, he, he we're going with this chick. She just murdered the principal out of, you know, necessity. <laughs> yeah. I'm sticking with her. Yeah, but I, it's like, yeah, I still think Tobias though, even though, even though he still has a better handle on what's going on. Cause he's like, well, Madison told him, you need to stop, you know, you need to stop, you know, spending so much time on the internet. And because he says they don't know if it's uh, airborne or if it's uh, microbial. He's like, you know, mapping it all out and like they don't know how it's happening or why it's happening or what it really is. And but, you know, go, the, you know, government's going to fall. Communications are going to uh, going to stop. <coughs> and, you know, he's like the first people to hit the pharmacies, they'll hit the grocery stores, then the pharmacies and then the gun shops. Let's just be like, honest. This kid's already got it mapped up. How he, he, I think he'll do pretty good because he's already got a uh, pretty good idea of, of what's uh, what's possibly happening and and how to uh, how to survive it. Let's just be I think honest. He'll last a while. Let's just be honest. Uh, his whole purpose is for the audience to yeah. you know to give us all of that you know so that that's how that's their way of getting all that in is by having this illuminated character who knows. You know stuff that no one else knows. I'm like, get out of there. I mean, what is? But he, really, he's a what is he, Dragons Mr. nerd. Like, how? What is he, Mr. Is he for this situation? You know, he reads <laughs> about it, but like, you know, like you saw him at, with the principal. <laughs> like he almost got taken out. Like I, I felt like they dropped the ball on. Uh, and he left killing the, he off left Matt. The food. I think that they dropped the ball of killing off Matt and not giving um, Alicia's character. Um, giving Alicia character somebody in a way to be around um, to kind of keep her in the moment as well. Maestro Harold's a pretty good. Uh, he is. He's he, a pretty good actor. I used to watch him on Suburgatory when he used to be on that show. Um, I'm gonna reach out. He's to pretty guy. good, but you need you need a balance to to Alicia's character, and, uh, in my opinion. And then to have people that are not part of the fam, uh, you know, because uh, uh, I was thinking when I first saw. Uh, uh, what was the guy, the brother from last week, Calvin? I was like, oh, okay, he's on this show. And then he's like, oh, there he went. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then okay. I was like, then like, I was, there was one post. And then wait, 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 wait. Then I was like, my group. Wait, hold on a minute. Hold like, on a minute. Hold on a minute. You know, about the black characters always getting killed off. And they used him as an example. And like, it caused a little bit of a kerfuffle. But like, it was true. It's the fucking like, truth. But it is true. You've got this the, rustling the Latino first... community, and the one brother in the episode, he's the dope dealer. Right now. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's like, give me a break. The first, the first guy getting killed is the brother getting his ear. Uh, yeah. Then it's the. Yeah, uh, that's what he pointed out. Then and it's like, Calvin. Like, You're racist. Then it's he's Calvin. Like, the show is racist. It was. It was. Wait, wait, wait. Hello. The girlfriend was taking a chunk out of a. It's like, uh, out of a. Out of that gas, like it was a black guy he was taking a chunk out of. Then the drug, uh, they make him the drug dealer, 
And then who is it? Uh, the next one that gets uh, taken out is the, uh, well, Matt, you don't see him die, but then the principal. So being well, I mean, a blackmail in this series is not a good thing. You're going, but they're always going to make the case. You know, the guy who they shot up, you know, he was a white guy and you know, they shot up, you know, but I, I think that we know that, that that's a that's a usual trope. Sometimes I want to wonder, I'm like, are they just doing that because they know that it's a trope and it's like, oh, here's the Easter egg. You know, the, the, the black person goes out. But I, that didn't make me as pissed off as the, the, the dope dealer having to be the brother. I thought that that was kind of kind of yawny man like really yeah 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 uh, i i know I, I thought you know we had the first guy was getting his ear bitten off then we had calvin was his name calvin yeah. then matt and then the principal <laughs> it's like god yeah. damn <laughs> it was a slaughter you guys like took one for the team really with this one yeah it was like i was sitting there like god damn is uh what's going on here you know like but yeah so so every time you see one, you're like, oh, he's about to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you knew when the brother <laughs> had a relationship with one of the main characters. You knew his ass was gone. Though. Mm-hmm. Like, I just from the whole time I was, because that was one of the reasons, that was one of the reasons why that was the picture that I used in our, um, on our Facebook page. Because that was like an in memoriam before the show even started. I was like, yeah, yes. man, you're, you're out of there. But um, I thought that that character, Matt, would have been a good balance for Alicia's character because he's not necessarily um, a part of their intermediate family, but he's a part of her life. And it would have been nice for him to kind of get drawn in and to be on the show with her to kind of, you know, for them to kind of bounce off of each other and help them through this situation. You know, even if eventually he ended up getting killed off, I think that that's a character that they probably should have kept around to balance um, Alicia's character somewhat, man. But, uh, they decided to go in a different direction. So maybe she's we'll supposed see. to hook up with somebody else. Like that's why, like you know, kill off her love, and then she has like this vengeance that she needs to turn into Zena. I wish I, yeah, I wish I had a I woman mean, that they, they didn't do a real good job of kind of like you know even setting up that relationship. But one thing that I definitely want to ask everyone now: we get in a situation where you know Travis and his ex-wife. And his son, Chris, uh, where they, you know, they go to the barber shop and the, uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, my gosh. Who's huh? that? Not Ruben. Huh? What was his name? The guy who took him in? Salazar. Mr. Salazar. Yes, Daniel Ruben Salazar. Blades. Ruben Blades, right? That's yeah, the guy who, great actor. who, is that who plays Daniel Salazar? Yeah, he's a great actor, too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Do y'all think that that went off as, as a little bit too easy, too, with him letting these yeah. strangers in? Yeah. Too oh, convenient. Sure. It was, yeah. yeah. Sure, yeah. I, I thought that Blame was... my wife. She likes to let strangers in, you know? It's like, jeez, yeah. why don't you just have a little compassion? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you should. That That's one of those things where you got to kind of say, the reason why I'm not going to let them in, baby, is because... We don't know them. Thank you. This is Los Angeles. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you don't want to just. I just don't. I don't In think the middle he was of a as riot? resistant as he probably should have should have been. But I'm not going to say that there aren't compassionate people out there because I guess in the situation. It would probably be your wife to say, "Hey, give him a chance." But then, if you're if you're the um, 
the man of the family and you're you, you have to protect your wife, you're gonna be like, baby, I you know, hey, just go over there in the corner with your mama and pray. Chris, These motherfuckers ain't coming in the house. Christopher yeah. in our chat room, maybe. Christopher Bernard. Maybe uh, Chris says uh he's calling it Alicia will be the first main character to be killed off. We'd never be that lucky. I mean, <laughs> I mean, she was so dumb, like walking out. Oh, Nick, you suck! I mean, blah blah blah. Like, come on now. Uh, honestly, if this show has any nuts, um, because for some reason, something just tell me, like uh, Alicia, if they've got any nuts, they would kill off um, Travis or or Madison to make a point. Uh, it, all of them can't make it out of this, y'all. They like, I, one of them's got to go before the, the sixth episode, in my opinion. Well, it can't be Travis, so it has to be Madison. I hope it's not Travis. He's I mean, I, well, I hope it's not Travis. And honestly, I, I would hope that it's not Nick, but I've got a feeling that all of these core, I think Madison, Travis, Nick, and Alicia, I think that they're going to make it through all six. But I think if the show's got nuts, it'll kill off one of them. You know, I see, this is the one thing about this show different from... The other one is, I, I have a feeling that the the core family is gonna be there. Like I think, I don't. I think they're gonna be there for a long time. They're gonna be like lost in space family, you know. Just you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if I had to vote, would you vote Alicia though? I would probably. Like yeah. I would want to vote for her, but for some reason though. She's gonna uh, be like an Andrea. She's gonna be a pain in our ass for a little while, and she's gonna make hey. stupid mistakes and get people killed, and then she'll die. I like. Well, I mean, no, I think. Well, if anybody's gonna be making mistakes, it's gonna have to be Nick. Yeah, he's like a Nick is gonna make some 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 mistakes to put, probably put people in danger. But my thing is, you got to have Alicia around because this whole show can't center around Travis and Madison just taking care of Nick. You, you know, Alicia's gonna have to be the Beth taking care of the baby. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, that that's that's gonna have to be one of the reasons why she's gonna be around. It, because I don't some- know. Isn't she some sort of number? She's supposed to be uh, what? What field is it? She's good in. I mean, she was a. Uh, she's smart enough at her age to she could teach classes at the school. But what is? Did anybody catch what she's? What she's smart in? Uh, I can't remember. Uh, Cindy, did you catch that? Uh, she matches her clothes very well. I actually did not catch that. Yeah. She she had mentioned something when her and um when her and Matt were on the bleachers. I mean, she's probably like mathematically inclined or something cuz she had mentioned the school that she was going to and it Ball was State. a school that yeah, uh, super sex appeal. So I, I don't know, but I I think that Alicia's definitely going to have to be that anchor to kind of uh be the foil for Nick in his shenanigans. So uh, who knows? I mean, you, you already know that um, that Travis's ex-wife is going to bite it at some point. You know what I mean? You already know that. And I think that uh, what's what's the um, their son, um, Chris, Chris. Uh, I think that he's going to be around for a while, too. Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. we're, gonna, I think we're going to like I him. I think so, too. I think we're yeah. going to like him. Because I kind of I kind of yeah. like his character for some reason. I don't know why, but I do. Because he was he was out there saying he was an activist. He was like he wasn't gonna let even though it was uh, misled <laughs> you know but he was like I ain't leaving I'm, the cops need to be dealt with you know so I like yeah that. so that's that's funny I mean I think we're gonna we're gonna get a lot more uh, probably of the civil unrest um, 
aspect of, of this show, but you know, uh, I'm just kind of I'm just kind of torn with with what they're going to do differently after six episodes. But I'm excited to see what's going to happen um, next week. I mean, there wasn't nothing that was over too over the top in the in the preview or whatever, but. Uh, it, it's going to be fun to see how they deal with it. But I would have to say, though, of all of the actors that I've seen so far on the show, I would have to to probably agree with a lot of people. I do think that Alicia is probably the weak link at this point. But, uh, mm. Okay. And well, I think they all do a decent job, but I don't think that they've I don't think that they've set her character up to really be. For, for people to really care uh, as of yet. Now, it's only been two episodes, but, you know, you kind of care for Nick because Nick's got all this, you know, he's just a hot mess and people can identify, you know what I'm saying, with, uh, with, with a person, especially going through what he's going through. Most people probably do know somebody who's who's dealt with that. And he does a, dude, he does a great job. I mean, I, I the fact that he was walking around, just, just his... Um, his body language, and then the the picking up the cigarette off the ground and putting the ear that that's that's the crackish thing. I, you know, I was like, yeah, he's done some research. You know he's what I'm the, saying? He's the bubs of. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. He's totally the bubs. So yeah, you're right. So I, I think I want to take that back. He'll probably will survive all of this crap. Um, well, I I just want to say I would like a woman who would fight that hard to bring me some uh, chicken soup or whatever it was that she had. <laughs> she was dedicated, boy. She was like, I'm going to get my man some soup. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Ladies out there. Now... <laughs> the dedication <laughs> is the soup. So... So the the situation that the characters are in uh, pretty much at this point, because, you know, you've got Travis mm-hmm. having to get his ex-wife and his son up out of that barber shop, and I guess they're going to try to make it to link back up with Madison and, and company. The group is going to get a lot larger because whenever they leave there, obviously they're going to be taking Daniel and Ophelia with them. So uh, the group is going to get bigger, which means there's going to be opportunities for them to possibly trim the fat. Now, if they're going to trim the fat, um, it's probably not going to be none of those characters. It'll probably be probably, you know, they're going to meet a red shirt or two along the way mm-hmm. uh, to take the brunt of stuff. But I think that we've had an opportunity so far to really start seeing who the core group is going to be. I don't think we're going to have any losses of the core group uh, in the first six episodes, to be honest. I, I don't even think that's going to start happening until next season. I don't think so either. I think it's going to, I think, like you said, it's going to be some red shirts I think the, uh, the 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 wife, the former wife, she's gonna get it probably in these six episodes, and uh, I think you know I think they're safer than than uh, let's say you know Lori was, you know what I'm saying I think Kim Dickens Madison is safer than Lori was, so um, I think she's gonna be on there for a long time, as uh, long as the show, and the same thing with Travis as well, so. Um, I could be wrong though, but I'm, I'm as Tori will tell you, I'm almost never. So, yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, Kim. Sure. Yeah, she's she's an interesting character. Uh, I have to agree with you. She'll definitely, she'll definitely be around for a while. But um, it's going to be interesting when they're going to have this big family structure, and we're, we're, the Salazars are definitely going to be a part of that family, pretty much going. 
uh, from this point forward, at least through this season. Uh, let's just hope that they have. Um, let's just hope they have the confidence, you know, in their product because that also shows too. When you're willing to kill off a, a big name person or or one of your core people, it shows that you've got faith in the product to survive. You know what I'm saying? And if they don't, they might not have as much faith that there'll be sustainability um, by them not necessarily taking some chances of certain things coming out. Because if Daniel or Ophelia get killed off, I don't think people are really going to be like, eh, you know, whatever. You know, but if, if Travis or Nick or Madison get taken out, you're like, Oh snap, you know, stuff really got real. So uh, for me, at least starting next season, I'm going to focus on um, what they're actually willing to do because there's nothing more lame than watching a show and you know that whatever situation they're going to put a character in, they're going to make it out. It's just like uh, the last few seasons of The Walking Dead. You know, you'll get a trailer or a clip of an episode. Oh, Daryl's in danger. It's like, dude, how you know he's not going to die is the fact that they show you that he's in danger on the clip. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I don't want that at all. I don't want it either. Um, So uh, I want to, I want to say that remember next week, there won't be an episode. uh, So we'll be back on the 13th. So uh, definitely if you haven't, please make sure you like our, our um, Facebook uh, fan page, as well as follow us on Twitter. Um, our our Twitter is uh, at uh, Talking Fear TWD. So please make sure if you're not following us that you are following us. Uh, Tori, how can people get you in social media? You guys, please join my group. It is the Infectious Walking Dead. You can get there by going to Facebook.com slash the infectious walking dead and right now actually before i get off air i'm having contests in my group right now everybody's giving us their best zombie slayer uh weapons defensive pose uh war face and uh all the members have uh put up their pictures and i'm giving away three separate prizes for the top three winners so go in there and vote real quick if you're not already in my group uh you can also find me at our website www.infectiouswalkingdead.com we also have a twitter for the group and it's at infectious dead and i have a twitter at Rush Tory, and that's T O R Y. So follow us on Twitter, and we also have an Instagram underscore the Infectious Walking Dead. All right, and Cindy, how can people get you social media? Um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, if you're on the event page for tonight's podcast, if you see my name, just click and add me. I I add pretty much any Walking Dead fan. Love to talk Walking Dead. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Cindy Inthia. I know it's a really weird nickname. Um, I also have a group called The Walking Dead Fans. Um, I actually put a link in the event page to go to it because there are quite a bit of groups called The Walking Dead Fans. Um, it's the one we actually, thankfully, this week we reached our goal. We we hit over forty six thousand people. So. I'm really excited Yay. about that. Yay. Congratulations. 
Yeah, so so I'm 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 actually pretty excited. I actually didn't know it until I logged on to do all the the podcast. Um, and then also my biggest, you know, my biggest project that I do is the Walking Dead convention appearances. Um, you can find it at facebook.com slash TWD conventions. Um, basically, if you've ever wanted to meet anyone from The Walking Dead, including the Fear, Fear of the Walking Dead cast members, or even people who have worked on the comics, or just worked on a show, or been random walker in background shot, and anything like that. We post in the events, and it's all around the world. Um, so if you do want to meet anybody, check it out. Hit like. Check the events page. See if anyone's going to be near you. If not, hit the subscribe button. And as soon as an event gets announced near you, you will actually get a notification on your Facebook saying that there will be one near you soon, and then you can plan from there. And I also do want to say that... I can't say what it is, but within about the next week or two, we should be doing a pretty cool uh, giveaway. The only hint that I will say is it has to do with October. So, and also, I do have to say, because I, I just realized I haven't mentioned this all night, but... We all watched Fear of the Walking Dead, but I just want to let you all know, I don't know if anyone's a fan of it, but on Showtime, there's a show called Masters of Sex, mm-hmm. and Emily Kinney made her debut appearance tonight. I'm actually about to watch it as soon as we're, we're out of here. Um, she's she got a reoccurring role. I don't know how long she's going to be on there, so I just want to say definitely check her out because is she's she amazing. Is she naked on there? I don't know. I'm actually interested to find out. <laughs> okay, well, let me, keep me in the loop. She, I hope I hope she never finds this podcast. Now that I said that, keep keep me in the loop. So I, I'll I, I will in. let you know. I'm, I'm Inquiring about minds want to know. I, I'll and, and, take. I'll let you guys know immediately if it happens. So let me let me the uh, the thing in October that you don't want to say is it a date with Cindy? Um. You know, it could be actually. Oh. It, it, it could turn into a date with Cindy. Oh, so okay. Now all the guys are like running to uh, to register right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they all, you guys know all I want is Pete. Have you not seen me typing "Rest in Peace, Pete" on the chat all all day? He's gone. <laughs> he's happened. not with I us no that. more. It's still my Skype status. He's too. not. He's I not. He's not back. with us no more. So you gotta you gotta get a new guy. A guy that's living. I'll go <laughs> dive in and save him, and he'll be my pet. And then he'll bite you, and it's over. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. I mean, it's love. So. Oh, can I also say R.I.P. West Craven? Yeah, I, I uh, that's really that. sad. That's, yeah, I was, yes. like, I was gonna do that at the very end, but yeah, rest in peace, West Craven. Yes. Yes. That. I, that was terrible. Terrible news. Yeah. Olaf, uh, real quick, uh, social media. Oh, well, you can follow me on both Facebook and Twitter at Olaf Barbosa. Uh, just don't follow. Too close because I get nervous and I got an itchy trigger finger. It's like yeah. Oh, oh, and uh, it's like on the next for the next show, uh, I will be just coming back from Scarefest in Lexington. So I'll I'll, I'll come back. I'll, I will may have some uh, Scarefest news. 
Oh yeah, you're gonna uh, meet Mr. Boogie there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. we uh, we may very well have Mr. Boogie on on the show, so that keep uh, keep the lookout for that. So yeah. All right, uh, Yardley. How can people get you social media? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at militant underscore marker. And um, there's still time right now, if you're listening live, to jump in on this Black Ops 3 beta that's going on. Uh, jump on in. Um, my gamer tag is the same thing, Militant Marker without the underscore. And uh, let me put this Shiva assault rifle up in your booty. <laughs> you can get me at, uh, um, at Kente F. Uh, um, and let's see, I don't think we have a show on Tuesday, so... I guess we'll be back. Actually, I think we're we won't have a show all the way until next Sunday. I mean, the thirteenth. I think we're clear until then, unless something pops up, you know, with some, one of our other shows. But uh, yeah, so you guys have a great week, and God bless. Thanks for listening.